welcome to Faded Mates, everybody. I'm sitting here with my friend Elizabeth, and part of the reason I asked her to be here is I don't have any great stories about Lothair Castle, but something really interesting happened this summer when Elizabeth and I were talking about reading romance. So, Elizabeth, tell me about what happened with your friend? Sister. Your sister. Yeah, so I have three sisters and three brothers, and we get together at a for a family vacation at my dad's. Um, he lives in Tennessee, and I was reading. Um, I think I was reading actually Lothair, and my sister walked in and saw what I was reading, and she said, "Oh, I see you're reading smut," and I just didn't know how to respond because she just then like walked into the kitchen and I didn't want to be like, hey, wait a second. No. Right. Well, and one of the things about, um, like you and I both know this as teachers, like one of the things about like a, a conversation is never closed, right? Like right. you, a lot of us think like, oh, that was that opportunity. But you always have the option of like revisiting a conversation, right? By saying like, hey, you know what? Last week we talked about this and I I keep thinking about it. I want to talk about it some more. Or just being prepared in case it comes up again. So then I saw you at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and we were talking about like sort of what, how do you tell, like how do you counteract essentially, especially if it's from another woman, yeah. right? Um, that like message that this is just like trash, right? right? It's smut or it's mommy porn. And this is something that, um, and I don't, I don't know that I've talked about it this much on the podcast, but when I used to like hide my romances under my bed. For sure. For sure. Right? Now, part of that was because I was like literally a teenager and I was hiding romances under my bed. But even into my adult life, like this is something that, you know, like my, one of my roommates from, from like when I first got out of college was like, I didn't know that about you. And I was like, we lived together for two years. Now, you know, who knows? We were first teaching. I don't, maybe I wasn't reading anything, but, um, so that like sort of being open, I I think is for me something I've been really working on and like sort of being like, yeah, I love romance. Let me tell you why, um, is something I've like become a lot more open about. So what I wanted to ask Elizabeth about was like, so how did you circle back to your sister? Well, I texted you (laughs) and we kind of had a conversation about why it's not smut and the things that I could say. And then I practiced in the mirror for a couple minutes. And then I did go back to her and say, you know, I've been thinking about this. And I actually made sure that my other sisters were in the room too, because they're not romance readers, but they know this about me that Mm I have gotten back into reading romance. Um, and talk to her a little bit about why I read romance and why I think that it's so good to read books that are written by women for women, where women's lives are centered, where women's pleasure is centered, and where women's thoughts and inner life and the, the relationships between women um, can be a really important part of the story and the storyline. Every time. Every single time. Every time. Every single time. Yeah. And I don't... Um, have to worry if there's going to be like horrible things happening to women just to further some stupid male storyline. Yeah. Um, I think my, my sister's 32 and we were raised in a pretty religious conservative household. And I think as soon as, as soon as I went back to her, she was able to say like, Oh, that's, 
that's my mom's voice coming through. Yeah, right? Like right. I checked out books from the library romances when I was in middle school and high school, and my mom found them and marched me back to the library and berated the librarians for letting wow. me check out this porn when I was, quote, underage. Wow. Um, wow. And even now, as like I'm, I'm over 40, and I've only just started reading romance in the book form. Yeah, right. It was all Kindle, so I could hide what right. I was reading. No one knew. Yeah. No one knew. And you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with no one knowing. Like, you don't, no one right. is, by the way, like, no one is required to, right. like, disclose or not anything they want to about what Absolutely. they're reading to anyone. Absolutely. But it also feels like it's such a big and important part of, like, my life that I don't want to hide that from my friends or even from, like, you know, even casual friends, right? Right. right. Like, this is like something I really enjoy. I think other people might enjoy. And so kind of finding a way to like talk about that, right, has been really important for me too. I think it's also been interesting when I do come out as a romance reader, so many women in my life are also romance readers and we're all hiding it from each other because of the sacred shame of reading porn. Um, Or like talking to my husband about why I read romance and trying to get him to read more, right? Or like yeah. my boys, I have a 13-year-old and an 11-year-old and finding young romances that they can read because it's important for them too to read books. Yeah. Men and women to read books where women are centered. Well, or that feelings are centered. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and this is something I know is really important to you yes. is I feel like one of the other things that I really like about romance is it's about, even if it's, you know, because I've thought a lot about this, like it's not just the... I mean, obviously, like, the romance is, like, really what I love for a lot of reasons, right? But the the relationships people have at work or, right. like, like the relationships they have with, like, how they feel about themselves and as workers or as mothers or sisters or friends or citizens and people in the world. I mean, I, I really like to think about feelings. Right. And I feel like romance, again, like, delivers that every time. Yeah. And yeah. so that's really like really powerful for me too. And so yeah. um this summer I saw one of my cousins and and um my mom had told my uncle about my my side gig, right? Like being the Kirkus reviewer and all this stuff in my podcast and um and she and was my cousin was like that just really surprises me about you. And I and I looked at her and and the thing I say to people is, you know, I just really want to read about women's lives. I really want to read about people's lives. I really want to read about Um, and that's important, you know, a a woman's interior life and who she is and her journey is important in a romance. I mean, unless I'm really specifically reading gay romance, right? Right. Right. Every time. Right. Right. And, and her feelings about who she is, they're never, um, they're always important. Right. They're never secondary. No. And even when you're, when I'm reading male, male romance, you're right. It's the emotional life that is. Oh, primary yeah. oh yeah um and really being able to delve into somebody how how you fall in love and how do you navigate relationships it's not it, it's the primary motivator of the book yeah for and sure that's important and that's important for everybody to read not just women oh yeah yeah well and I think one of the things like we've talked about a lot in romance is like you know, that it's, it's changed, right? Like romance is for anyone, like, right. And I have like some complicated feelings about like what that means. But when I, when I, but for me still as a reader, I, 
I care about my life. I care about my inner world and I care about the inner lives and world of my friends. And every time I read a romance, I, I get like a straight shot of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not that I'm like reading to like make friends or put myself in their position. That's not really how I read, but just to like, like see that peek into someone else's inner right. life and inner world right. and to, to see how they navigate that world. For it's, sure. Yeah. It's that window. Yeah. Being able to peer into somebody else's life. And for me too, the, the mirror aspect that sometimes these people are feeling things that I've felt but maybe discounted. Sure. Because, you know, women are too emotional or I'm not being logical. And just to be like, oh, yeah, some writer knew that that's how... I felt in that moment. Yeah. Or here's and, how I could deal with it when and, I feel right, this way. Or right. right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And I. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons I read romance, but like that's a feelings, right? Feelings yeah. are a big one, a really big part of that. Yeah. So, like, do you think your sister got it? Totally. And my by the time that conversation was over, my other two sisters are in on it, and they are. Um, open to suggestions. Um, they all have young children, so yeah. they're not doing a lot of reading sure. these days. Um, but they are big readers, and I think that they will open. They, they all three have a much more open mind. Awesome. As soon as I said, it's a way I fight the patriarchy, they were <laughs> all in, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, because we matter. We do matter. We do matter a lot. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for texting me back. All right, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time on Faded Mates.